Before we dive into this week's podcast masterclass, I want to make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. If you are a podcaster and you're looking to level up your podcast, launch, scale, monetize, whatever it is, then my YouTube channel is the thing for you. I have actionable tutorials, things that show you how to do things, all the stuff that you're not sure how to do. Maybe if I'm mentioning it in this podcast episode, there's a very, very, very high chance it's somewhere on that channel. So go and please check it out that you can subscribe to it right now on the show notes. Go on, give it a click. Let's jump into the masterclass. Podcasting for small businesses. Which one is the best one for you to do? What should you be doing in order to drive the biggest returns and is the best investment? So it's a really interesting question and one that I get asked all the time. And so I wanted to dive into it in this episode. And this question, as I said, is what is the best small business podcast you can create? Now, it is really simple. There are two types of areas. There is B2C, which is business is business to consumer, or there is B2B, which is business to business. And when it comes to the best podcast for small businesses, B2B wins hands down, okay? There's a number of reasons why this is the case, but B2B has this wonderful way that you are in communities of other business owners, which means that there's a much higher chance of a smaller knit community and key players that you can identify. When it comes to podcasting, that's the thing you want. Trying to create this culture of a like a, a, an environment where people share your show is what creates a, a successful show. And word of mouth is the biggest way to do that. And so B2B is much easier than B2C because it has this ability for you to contact key industry influencers, key industry players, and then speak to them and get them on your show as opposed to B2C, where when you have B2C, you have to find a way for, for your to increase your listeners. And that can be very difficult. Now, sure, it, you know, that that's just something to think of It is if you want to do a B2C podcast, I'm not saying don't do that. And if you're a business with that podcasting still has a wonderful you know, way with that, but you have to think about it is that B2B is a much better one. The second thing to remember with this then is what type of show is an interview show. So interview shows themselves actually are a better return on investment when it comes to that B2B place. It's a bit different for B2C. If you're doing a B2C, then solo shows and a mixture like what I do with this show is probably a better option. But when it comes to interviews and B2B and using it to generate leads, it definitely is the best move. The reason why is, again, it increases the chance of people sharing this within your network and it increases the chance of you networking with more people. The more people you know, the better your show is going to perform. And that is why a B2B interview show has this amazing impact. I have my own B2B interview show that I run, which is called Mortgage Marketing. I'm a content marketing consultant in the financial sector and the Mortgage Marketing Podcast allows me to interview all these people and get to, to know the key players in that space very quickly. And that is why, because it has, and it does have much faster returns than anything else when it comes to podcasting. Now, these returns are interesting. The reason why I say it has a faster return is that if you can get people onto your show who are in that niche and they're sharing it with their community, massively leveraging things like LinkedIn or Instagram and sharing it around, if you have more and more people on that show, who are good, then other people who are also good will want to come on. And it starts to become kind of something that the community will take on for themselves. 
And I made, I monetized them and signed up a ton of business in the first two to three weeks of launching my podcast because I had key influencers on the on the podcast. I knew people already. I'd built a name for myself in that industry already. So when the show launched, it was just bringing awareness to what I did. And that is what, that's why the fast returns on a B2B is so much better. Plus businesses in a B2B space usually will have more money to spend and there's less emotional attachment attached to the, the purchase. But, and this is where it is a really interesting thing, when it comes to B2B, you have to remember that you are going to have lower numbers. There are less people listening to this podcast. It's just the nature of it. Less and less people are going to listen to a show in a B2B space compared to something that's more B2C, which is broader consumer level. It's just going to be that way. You, but the, the wonderful thing about it is you don't need big numbers in order to make big sales. It's a really interesting one. If you're looking at it as a business point of view, this is what I really believe. I really think that B2B interview shows are something that I would be, I do, not I would be, I do. I utilize it myself in my other business. I use it all the time. It generates me leads. It is my main authority asset. And I get to interview people in the industry of that over and over again. The show, I'm a living, breathing example of it. And I've seen it happen so many times over and over again. So if you're in a B2B business, you are looking to to try and generate sales and build your authority, then doing a podcast is wonderful. Interview show, absolutely, hands down. Now, if you're doing others, I'll do some other episodes on how B2C can do it differently. But 100%, if you're a B2B, interview somebody every single week for the next year, your business will transform. It will be unrecognizably different if you do that. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit the subscribe, whether you're listening or watching, wherever you are, and I will see you in the next episode.